previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. My understanding is that a sugar baby is someone who accepts a certain lifestyle, whether it's in money or gifts or travel or just expenses paid, for spending time with someone. Now, obviously, there is usually intimacy, physical intimacy attached to that, but not always. Sometimes it's just about being someone's companion. Um, but it definitely commodifies that kind of relationship. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. It's a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's kind of like the Brexit negotiations, but with more ins and outs. <laughs> My name's Miranda Kane. My name's Bibi Lynch. And you can find our blogs at metro.co.uk. Coming up, we're talking to Mistress Harley, the world's leading tech dog. Hello, I'm Mistress Harley and I am the tech dom and a financial dominatrix. So, Bibi, what do you think a tech dom is? A tech dom. Mm. A tech dom. Tech dom. T-E-C-H-D-O-M-M-E. And you asked me what I think a tech dom is. Yeah. I would say a tech dom is someone who's good at algorithms and spanking. (laughs) Oh, you're so close. I mean, not at all. You're about as close as if you'd have said it was a fucking transformer. But Is it a fucking transformer? (laughs) We'll find out. I developed uh, this idea of being a tech dom, which is being a dominatrix who dominates people through their high tech devices. So you may be used to the idea of a dominatrix that whips people or slaps people or beats people. Instead, I put software on their phones and computers and then take over their lives and force them to do whatever I want. Hang on. My phone's been playing up, lady. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. So you can put actual things like actual programs on people's devices? Yes. Uh, I've developed an app for Android. So if you have an Android phone, you can install my nasty parental spy app that will give me (laughs) your GPS location. It allows me to read your text messages. I can respond to text messages from your phone. No. Um, I I can block and monitor the apps that you're using. If we're talking about the computer, I can install firewalls. I can install key loggers so that I collect all your passwords. I can create admin accounts so that you can't install software, uninstall software without my permission. Ultimately, the whole point is so that the other person is put in such a subordinate position that they always have to do exactly what I say. <laughs> wow. So do so do they pay you for the privilege? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I'm it, then it goes into more sort of financial domination where where you blackmail them from what you find or you you get them to pay you. Yeah, so typically it starts with you would pay me to even be involved in any way. So you would pay me and that it would start where I would put software on your computer or your phone. And then after that, usually I start to take my own payments from you by taking control of your online banking, for example. Oh, my God. oh wow. I, I can get in there and start sending myself money. Uh, you know, my key loggers can collect credit card numbers, <sighs> passwords. 
So eventually I get to the point where I have so much information that I can take what I want when I want. I wouldn't call it blackmail, although some people like to use that word in a, in a fetish way yeah, because yeah. blackmail is kind of a non-consensual use of someone's information to extort them. This is a consensual use of your information to achieve domination. So, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. And, this, so, and that's, the diff, that's what makes it legal? Yes, that's correct. That is what makes it legal because the definition of blackmail is extorting somebody without their consent. So the way I like to delineate this is if you invite me into your home and you say, Mr. Sarley, take my television and I take your television from you. I haven't stolen anything. Yeah. But if I break into your home and take your television without your consent, that's a crime. So the difference is kind of all about consent and what you're providing in this relationship, which is, you know, the access. You have to invite me onto your computer or your phone. I always say I'm a little bit like a vampire, like I have mm -hmm. to be invited in. <laughs> <laughs> but then can can I get rid of you? <laughs> uh, of course, of course. You know, I'm a reasonable person and so I I often uh offer buyouts. So for example, <laughs> brilliant. dollars to have me take over your computer, but then it might cost you $500 for me to give you your computer back. Do they know that before they they sign on to this? Yes, um, and I yeah. often do negotiate specifically with people where you know if someone can only afford a couple hundred dollars then their buyout is only a couple hundred dollars can I ask the dumbest question please why, please, please why I mean uh, why do they do it there are a lot of fetishes that don't involve sex so think about like chastity play where you lock off somebody's genitals like that is a no sex fetish where the fetish is not having sex so in this case, the fetish is actually just being fully controlled by another person. And if you think about the world of online and, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with the idea of like cam girls and Skype sessions and people are kind of getting their rocks off in a thousand different ways on the internet, but only with tech domination does the relationship not end when the session is over. So, you know, a Skype session, you might watch a girl take off her clothes and then as soon as that is over, it's over. But with tech domination, I'm on your phone. I'm in your computer. Uh, some people, I have cameras installed in their house so I can watch them 24-7. Wow. So that's a relationship that doesn't end. And for people that really want full control of their lives, you know, and especially from afar, that's the only way to achieve that. So I have slaves in Germany that are under full tech control that would have to come to America if they wanted, you know, that level of 24-7 control from me. Uh, but this way they can experience it anywhere in the world. Is this sexy for you? What is sexy for me is, is the... It's Insane amount of money that I get paid. Uh, I get really turned on when people pay me hundreds and thousands of dollars to do nothing, basically, almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what is full tech domination? You just said that in relation to your the the man in Germany. What what do you what what would you class that as full fully dominated? So his lifestyle is completely affected by the control that I have, right? So he checks in with me every day. He has to say, mistress, is there anything I can do for you today? You know, I constantly monitor him. I give him assignments as well. So for example, the person in Germany that I'm thinking of is uh, like an agendered kind of sissy, more of that kind of uh, fetish. Mm -hmm. And so I use my control to make them uh, 
try on wigs, to make them practice their makeup, to make them do uh, like butt plugs and anal training on a daily or weekly basis. And so that's how you can kind of weave these other fetishisms in. So, you know, some people are sissies and so that's what they're into. Other people are into just pure financial domination. And so I use that tech control to just siphon away their money little by little. You know, whatever the other person's fetish is, I can find a way to make tech domination enable that. (laughs) You come from a tech background, don't you? Yes. I was a technical project manager in Silicon Valley for almost a decade. Quit my corporate job. Um, I was actually finishing my master's degree in information science at the time. And I started dabbling in this world of financial domination. And I started to have people ask me if I could do things with their, can you take over my computer? And I said, absolutely, I know how to do that. <laughs> and, uh, and I just started developing kind of a method and a suite of software from there. And then that was so successful for me that I crowned myself the tech dom. It's my trademark. (laughs) And my life has kind of been fabulous ever since, really. (laughs) (laughs) It it doesn't feel like a natural progression. And yet I'm listening here. And I mean, I could just about download an app. So I think I'm going to be. Mistress Harley, you should do this to Donald Trump. Oh, my God. If only he would call me. Remember, it has to be consensual. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I give you permission? Does that count? Yeah, yeah, we Is that all right? Uh, oh, I wish. I wish. You know, I would definitely have some, some lifestyle habits and changes for that one. When you see, like, our entire economy totally pivot toward, like, sex work, that's when I've gotten in this phone. That's when you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what I would love about this is, of course, just lying there and counting my dollars. But also, I'd get obsessed with people. I love it. So you're 24-7. You can just check I, I'd be like watching it like yeah. Big Brother, like yeah. watching the cameras. Yeah. Do you ever get obsessed where you just you are watching them and, and checking So them? actually, they have a bit more control over you than you'd imagine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they don't necessarily know when I'm watching them. But um, I do consider myself like a little bit of a voyeur. Like mm. I love looking in people's houses. I love seeing what people are up to. And one of my favorite things about like having cameras in people's houses is a lot of times the cameras have built-in speakers so I can actually speak to my slaves through the security cameras that I'm watching them from. So they might be like watching TV or on the phone with their mom and over the speaker (laughs) is like, this is Mistress Harley. You need to get on your and start bowing for me right now. That sounds good. You should take over all the Alexas. Do you do anything with Alexa? Not yet. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to be invasive about that. What I have been able to do is people that have Alexa, I'm able to trigger them via the speakers in those cameras. So if I know one of my slaves has an Alexa, I can turn on those speakers and say like, Alexa, order a giant butt plug. (gasps) And they might end up coming home to a giant butt plug someday. (laughs) Oh, that is that's genius. I'm looking at Miranda, and you're little. You've never looked so alive. Oh, Miranda. she's my hit. She's no, my no, heroine. She's mine. She's mine. She's, you also do other things, like you sell the scam book on Amazon. Yes, I have. I've got 20 books on Amazon. None of them are great, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but my favorite book is called The Scam Book: A Scam for Guys Who Love to Lose. You purchase this book, you open it up, and it says, "This is a scam." On the in- <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it says. 
the whole book. God, it's brilliant. Is this bubble gonna burst? Never. (laughs) And loads of people assume. Like I've I've known people who um, have been interested in financial domination um, because they think it's easy money. But I'm I'm sure you know that there is a lot more to it that goes on behind the scenes, isn't there? Of course there is. I mean, financial domination in its essence is easy money. And I think a lot of vanilla people have experienced financial domination kind of by accident in in relationships. Um, Before I became a fine dom, I often would date men who would like take me shopping and pay for everything. And I just let them and I was never going to sleep with them or have sex with them. Um, And that was kind of, you know, we all knew it. And uh, I didn't really think about that being financial domination until later in my life when I started doing it professionally. But to really make money as a financial dominatrix, you need to, you know, really be out there uh, in terms of promoting yourself. You need to be available to any of these people that might want to pay you. You have to, you know, have a number of payment methods to even be able to accept money because most payment systems like PayPal or Venmo are not adult friendly. And if they find out that you're doing anything to do with domination, they'll shut down all your accounts. So you need to be a little bit savvy and you really do need to dedicate a lot of time and energy to finding those people that want to pay you. Mm. Um, But if you're like me, I've been doing this now for, for almost five years. So I have a really established base of guys who love to pay me. I'm very well known. And then obviously I've done a lot of press around kind of these specific niches that I do. And so uh, it's very easy for me to make, you know, $50,000 a month, like no problem. Oh my God. But certainly when I was first starting, that wasn't that wasn't the kind of money I was making. And also you put a lot of time, like you said, into promotion because I've seen your Twitter and there's lots of clips and there's lots of films and movies. And and like you said, you know, you've got you've yeah. got 20 books. And even though one of them is just like, ah, fuck you, it's just a scam. But it's still <laughs> it's still loads of different ways, like you said, of getting out there and getting your name out there and getting people to notice you rather than just I'm just going to lie back and people just throw money at me. Yeah, you can't just go on Twitter and say, I'm a fine dom, give me money. But, you know, if you make a thousand different products, which I make, like I have all these books on Amazon. Like you said, I make clips and videos. I'm also coming out with a financial domination album uh, either (sighs) this year or maybe the beginning of next year. The album is already done. Uh, I just need to finish doing like the packaging. You know, I just did a photo shoot for the cover and all that stuff. But um, it's kind of about having these products that attract the correct people to you. And so that's the part of financial domination that's a little difficult. But um, for me, it's been a blessing. Like I don't wake up uh, before 10 o'clock ever. I don't go to an office. I basically spend my day shopping and lounging and having sex and uh, not with clients, with my husband. And, uh, you know, and it's a very comfortable lifestyle. <laughs> where, where do you, how do you, how do you, um, how, where's the tax man in all of this? <laughs> She's so sensible. I've been I've been self employed for a long time. Oh yes, no. The tax man gets his cut a hundred percent. All of the money that I make is funneled through a corporate bank account. I own my own company. The, this being a financial dominatrix is my my business. 
And so all of the money that I make goes into a corporate account. Taxes come out of the corporate account. I do payroll for myself. So, uh, you know, it's not like very sexy, but the tax man (laughs) does definitely get his money. Do you do like any kind of lessons in this? Like if someone said, oh, I'd I'd like to know how to do tech, Dom, or are you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I definitely train doms. I train people how to be financial dominatrixes. In fact, if you are ever interested on my website, mistressharley.com forward slash learn to dom, D-O-M-M-E. Um, I have rates for classes. I teach. I taught a class at DomCon here in LA this year that was very well attended on high tech domination. I do different levels of technical training. So, you know, kind of learning all the ropes for just getting into being a tech dom. Um, but also just your basic kind of business advice, financial domination. Um, as you pointed out, like, where does the tax man get his money? A lot of people, I have to walk through this idea of like, no, you need to actually make a corporation. If <laughs> Like a lot of women that I talk to, I'm like, okay, here's how you make a corporation. Here's how you pay your taxes. Like, uh, because that's the advice that a lot of people getting started really need. Where does, so tech dom is the gateway drug to what? where does does it go after that total life control i guess (laughs) this is insane it's brilliant isn't it it's hurting my head (laughs) everything hurts your head baby how bad's it got for someone that you're that you've been dominating How, how have you bankrupted people I don't know if I've bankrupted people because people might always have other bank accounts, other assets that I'm not aware of. Um, I will say that like one client in particular just this year has sent me $80,000 and I broke up with his girlfriend for him. (sighs) because. That's horrible. No, it was, it was good. She thanked me, you guys. She thanked me because I told her, I said, look, this guy has been running around on you. I'm sure I'm not the only woman that he's talking to or calling, you know. Yeah. Uh, you should know that this guy is spending all of his money on other women and that he's not being faithful to you emotionally or sexually in any way. And she sent me a message that said, you know, I kind of knew this was coming, but I really am glad you told me. I said, you know, you should move on. You should find a man that is worth your time. You should find a man who treats you right, who respects you, who's not calling mistresses the minute you're out of the house, you know, and she said, thank you. So a lot of times with those situations, I feel like, like if I break up with the woman for you, I'm doing that woman a favor. Yeah, it has nothing makes... to do with the, the man. That makes sense. It has everything sense. to do with the fact that I know that woman wouldn't want to be there. And you should now give her um, a free course of tech dorm lessons. Do you have any um, any any tips for an amateur? If BB wanted to yeah, get into... an amateur called BB. Yeah, <laughs> if BB wanted to get into dominating someone online, but wasn't too au fait with, with you know, being able to put things into people's computers. <laughs> That is how technologically that. Listen to me. That, I can't put nothing in a computer. So, if someone was starting from an amateur level, have you got any any a couple of top tips that you can give to someone? Yeah, I mean, you would just be putting yourself out there. So, I would make a website that says, "I, BB, am a beautiful financial dominatrix." Thank you, Mr. And Sam. then. You would put pictures of yourself on there. You would put, this is how you pay me, like whatever payment method you might accept if you still have PayPal. Lunch and vouchers. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You just list them, say, you know, here's here's my Barclays uh, account number. You can just do a direct transfer in there. Um, you know, and then and then get yourself on social media, all the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebook, and just promote yourself and say, I, BB, am a beautiful financial dominatrix and I deserve your money. And, uh, you know, it might not be th that very day, but it might be the next day. It might be a week later, but you'll start to make a little money, even if it's just in gift cards, like $25 gift cards is how a lot of people start out. People like to send Amazon gift cards because they're totally anonymous. I no longer accept gift cards because gift cards are not real money. They can't pay my mortgage or my taxes. You know, for people starting out, this is how you kind of begin. You just accept little gift cards. You talk to people. You tell people that if they want to talk to you, you they have to pay you. And uh, eventually you'll find someone who will. I've never felt happier. <laughs> I've never felt more optimistic. <laughs> you found your retirement it's plan, finally You Thank found you. it. Thank you, Mistress Harley. Thanks very much, Mistress Harley. Check out Mistress Harley online if you dare. So, Bibi, are you going to go and be a tech dom now? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to wear. What do I wear? I Honestly, genuinely, I'm selling egg cups right now. I'm eBaying <laughs> hair. So <laughs> Your own hair. I'm my own. No, sometimes mine. <laughs> sometimes neighbours. No, oh my God. Isn't that fascinating? And, and convince me it's okay to do. Yeah, well, you know, of course I it is. Dilemma, the Catholic. It's okay. Well, people are consenting. Like she said, it was total consensual. People are paying her to take their money. So, of course, and I'm sure, and like, like she said, there are things in place where if they don't want to carry on, then they can stop. So it's all a consensual act. So, so of I'm course it's fine. Someone. Of course I'm you helping are. someone, Miranda. Yes, you are. And I'd look so good rich. <laughs> I'm not funny. Oh, well, I mean, is £25 worth of Amazon gift cards rich? That's yes, it is. is. <laughs> you can check out Mistress Harley online. She's on Twitter or mistressharley.com. My name is BB Lynch. And my name's Miranda Kane. Check out my PayPal. <laughs> or just carry on looking at Good Sex, Bad Sex, which was produced by Sam Bonham. And we will see you next week. Hold up. 